What's up? What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Thinking Logically. It's two dads trying to solve the world's problems here. Uh, Joe, what's going on? Hi, I'm Kingsley's husband. <laughs> I see that. Uh, happy Election Day. It is Election Day here in the United States of America. We have some uh, very, very important races that we're looking at here uh, in Pennsylvania today. Across the country, uh, there's some abortion um, rights, human rights uh, voting going on in Ohio today. Allegheny County Executive will be decided today, or at least we think. Uh, state Supreme Court here in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia Mayor. Um, this is not your average off-year election. Joe, um, what's your take on... This election today, where do you what's the narrative going to be tomorrow or Thursday? Well, let's all remember, these are the ones that kind of matter. These are, for the most part, local elections that involve you, whether it's county commissioner, mayor of whatever city you live in. Uh, this these are the kind of elections you should that should get the 100 percent voter turnout. So that's number one. Statistically, Mark, and you know this, this is usually the kind of elections, ones like this, where voter turnout is low. So that can't happen. I, I would expect that this would be a fairly high turnout with everything that's going on in the country. But as you've seen the past, ugh, I guess, eight years almost going back, it's really hard to predict elections. So we have no idea what's going to happen, if anything is even going to happen today, tonight, or tomorrow, or even this week. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were supposed to have Scott Presler on the podcast. He's a big um, voting rights advocate. Uh, he works for Turning Point USA. He was sick and had to cancel on us um, last week. So hopefully we'll get we'll get Scott back on in the future. We were hoping to talk to him about um, this election coming up. Could be a blessing in disguise, gift gift from God, you know. Unfortunately, he got sick, but now that we can get his thoughts after the election. Yeah. If it's uh, over by then. If it's even over by then. Who knows? Well, it's a good day for voter turnout, Joe. I mean, it's a beautiful day here, not a cloud in the sky. I mean, this should be, you would think this would work to the Republicans' advantage, uh, getting people out on election day. So we'll see. Uh, I'm very well, interested. Well, don't forget, most of the people don't, are already dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I am super interested in this Allegheny County executive um race. I was talking to a uh, recurring guest Roman Kozak uh yesterday just asking him, "Hey, what are you hearing about the polling?" and you know, basically what he's hearing is that this race is within reach for Joe Rocky, who's a Republican centrist running as a centrist. Don't forget in Allegheny County where Pittsburgh is, to all of our listeners out there, Democrats a number Republicans 2 to 1. So Rocky winning would be a massive, massive upset over uh, liberal leftist Sarah Inamorato. So we shall see. We shall see what comes out of this. But um wanted to start, Joe. This is not on, on the sheet, but I just had to get your – we had a, I, we need to talk about this first. What do you – what's your take on these pro-Palestinian protests that are taking place Around the world, we're seeing hundreds of thousands of people, Joe, protest. I don't want to call them pro Hamas. I'm sure maybe some of these people are, but for the most part, we 
you know, think that they are pro-Palestinian protests. They're protesting against the brutality of the Israeli defense forces against the people in Gaza. Joe, what's your take on on all of these protests? I don't think these are going to stop anytime soon. We're not a peaceful protest in this country, apparently. It's all how you define peaceful. Apparently, what we saw, and we'll get into this later, what we saw at the White House with the banging on the gates, that was peaceful. A bunch of people walking in the Capitol on January 6th, between the ropes, not peaceful. Jail time. Big jail time. So it all depends. I've never seen so many 2.0s. We've had this 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 is Israel Gaza thing almost seem like Ukraine 2.0, and now this is leading to like the summer of love from 2020 2.0. The media coverage on it—that's how you can tell. Just think of the opposite of what the media is. I'm not pro Palestine, pro Israel. I'm pro figure out how this happened on the most secure border in the world. And and why why are we funding both sides? I, I don't know why we're giving money to the Palestinians and the Israelis. If anything, is the ceasefire the answer? I, I, I don't know, but something isn't right with the whole situation. And that's the problem with this country. We never get any answers. The taxpayers, the citizens never get any answers to any of these questions. Oh, you're spot on. I mean, I don't disagree with you. Um it seems like the Israelis have completely lost any sympathy that people across the world have for them after the attacks on October 7th by what they're doing now in Gaza. Let me ask one question. So for our audience, they might not know this. I believe every male, maybe it's just males at this point, I don't know, has to serve at least two years or maybe it's four years. I think it's two years in the IDF. So how does Israel not have a ready supply of, of, of men with military experience? The whole situation is strange, and we're not getting any answers. And I, 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 was, at, I was at the gym today for a half hour, and I was, Fox News is on. They were talking about a solar storm. <laughs> it, could be, it could be coming. So that, that, that shows you right there what, what, what's going on. I mean, the, the only show... The moments that move people's hearts, whether it's fake or not, whether whether that hospital got hit or not, or 40 babies were beheaded or not. I mean, what doesn't get reported is when a missile, whether it's from Hamas or the IDF, hits a random building by accident and one infant or one child or one husband or one wife dies. That's what never gets reported. Well, that's because I think a lot of the information coming out of Gaza is so restricted because they're they're basically cut off. They, they have Wi-Fi? Even think, I don't think. I mean, at least with Ukraine, you had Elon Musk giving them uh, what was it? The Starlink. Starlink. I, I, as yeah. far as I know, I, I'm at the point now where I'm I'm probably on the board of ceasefire. Um, I, this is just the what's happening on a human level is so disgusting and so appalling that I think everyone could get on board with Israel having the right to defend themselves, but um, did they take it too far? Probably. I mean, not even probably. They definitely took, you know, it seems like they're taking it too far. Um, you know, we've seen what what the official number that we're getting out of Gaza, like over like 5,000 children have been killed. Um, over, well over, I think 10,000 people have died so far from these bombings. Bombing a refugee camp. 
you know, what's the goal here? What's the, what is their objective? <clears throat> you know, we've just sent an Ohio class submarine to the region, which if you don't know what that is, it's like the most <laughs> high tech submarine capable, I think of shooting nuclear warheads. That's exactly what it's capable of doing. It's not like it's an attack submarine, a submarine specifically to attack other ships or other. It's to go there and fire a missile once it's, I think, still fully submerged. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) we're just inching closer. By the way, what does that tell Russia and Syria and Turkey, maybe, who is a member of NATO? Hey, by the way, fellow member of NATO, we might fire, we may fire a nuclear missile within 90 miles, 100 miles of your border. Sorry. Yeah, then we have somebody from the Israeli government calling, you know, saying they might drop a nuclear bomb on Gaza. I mean, the Israelis are. I just don't know what their objective is. They're creating more terrorism in the region. This is completely destabilizing the region as well. Um, and if you're going to go in, go in and take out Hamas or go in and take the leaders of Hamas out in Qatar. The leader of Hamas is in Qatar right now. Why aren't they going after him? Why aren't. You know, why isn't there some sort of agreement to turn him over? But yet they're killing women and children, you know, so and we see the humanitarian crisis unfolding um, where there are hundreds of thousands of people amassing on the Egyptian Gaza border. And the Egyptians are saying we're not taking these people in. And the Israelis are saying, just take them in for a little bit. We'll take them back once we once once the war is over with. Pinky swear. I just don't, this is going really, really badly uh, for both, both sides. So that's my take on it. And also who's, how much is this going to cost us? Let's be real. How much is this going to cost us? What what was the latest number that Biden gave? Was it a hundred billion or something crazy? I think they just passed a Israeli, Israeli bill. Uh, it was really only bill for like, I don't know, it was it was over it was in the billions. I think it was 12 or 15 billion for Israel. Um, but what you're seeing, Joe, domestically here in the United States is. Arab Americans and Muslims and Jews, somehow all all of them. Are directing their scorn at Joe Biden. He is the most, losing the most popular president in history. Got more votes than than any human ever alive with eighty one million. He united yep. the country. United the country. He is losing so much support within the Muslim community, within the Arab American community, and I would hope within the Jewish community as well for his handling of this issue. What community is he going to have? Uh, just we'll, we'll get to the election later. Keep going. I mean, African American support we've seen is eroding. It's dwindling uh, for Joe Biden. Um, and we'll might as well just bring it up now. I wanted to bring this up later, but we'll do it now since we're kind of talking about it. Uh, this just this just in, I think yesterday. This does not include Bobby Kennedy. But a series of hypothetical matchups among registered voters in four key swing states. This is from the New York Times, Joe, in Siena College. Nevada, Trump 52, Biden 41. In Georgia, Trump 49, Biden 43. In Arizona, Trump 49, Biden 44. And in Michigan, I wonder if Trump's visits to Michigan are paying off. It's Trump 48, Biden 43, 
And uh, Pennsylvania, Trump 48, Biden 44. I think the only one of the swing states that Bi Biden won all of these states, by the way. And in Wisconsin, Biden is up 47 to 45. We are exactly one year away from this election. And that's a lifetime in politics. But still, the fact that Trump is up in these swing states, outside of the margin of error, in most of them, I mean, I'd rather be winning. I'd rather be up than down. So uh, I don't know how this is going to unfold for the Biden administration, what, if they're going to respond to this at all. They're going to see a change in some of the, what the, their policies and what they're doing, especially on the border, maybe with Israel. Who knows? But Listen, all the poll is, that's just a warning for Biden. Get out. You just saw, jeez, um, who's the Obama guy? Not David Axelrod. Anyway, I can't remember. No, him. you're right. It's David Axelrod. Yeah, okay, that's who it was. Um, telling, uh, either he was on CNN or MSNBC saying, you know, Biden should willingly, you know, it should be his choice, but should step out of the race. This, These are warning shows. No one's going to remember that poll in a year. For an example, you probably don't remember this. One year ago today, we were talking about, probably on our podcast, I believe, maybe 13 months ago, the New York nuclear missile warning PSA. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was one year ago. No one remembers that now. And look, we have we have a nuclear threat in the Middle East again. Yeah. Dan Bongino believes that the Republicans, well, once they nominate Trump at their convention, which is a month before the Democratic National Convention, Bongino believes that once Trump is locked in and they realize they can't beat Trump, they're going to pull Biden at the convention and nominate Gavin Newsom. I don't believe that at all. The DNC is completely stacked with Biden um, operatives. It's like they're one. The Biden campaign and the DNC are kind of like meshed together and are almost in, operating as one. So I don't believe that for a second. Could happen. Maybe it'll happen. Who knows? But we shall see. By the way, how do you get on the ballot, Joe? If that happens next summer, how does Gavin Newsom get on the ballot in some of those states? Summer, I have no idea. Um, some of the states you have until I think spring, late spring. But um, I mean, this the convention's probably in what July or August. Yeah. So you would have an election within three months, and now you have to get theoretically say Gavin Newsom on the ballot. That's even possible by that time. A guy that got recalled. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best they can do. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's move on to what we were supposed to lead off with. So, and this that is be, it. I mean, this this all leads together. The the election stuff. This all this this all goes back to twenty twenty. Everything we're talking about, the mess, everything, is is because of what happened. I guess you could say three years ago in a couple of days to the twenty twenty election. And and now we have all this this the every time we we do another podcast, billion here. Billion that 10 billion for this place, uh, and they're all in numerous bills. We got to talk about what we're going to do once we win in 2024. Number one, but number two, what is going on here? All this guy does, they trot him out there for the last I, I don't know since Ukraine started, so 
year, year and a half, all he does is just jot out, jog out, and ask for money. We never get any answers to any of the things he's asking money for, Ukraine, why we're going, what's we can't even get this guy to go out in front of the press and answer a few basic questions. And you look at it in a greater scheme. In fact, none of our elected officials do. It's just spend, 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 spend our money. We need to start demanding answers for them. And I, I guess continue to call their offices daily. But now that it's you know officially 2024 election season, uh, maybe it's time to up the ante. Like when you see these people in the streets, figuratively throw cabbage at them, rotten vegetables, anything. Uh, I mean, we're on the verge of another world war. This time with nuclear weapons, possibly readily available from the start, not the end, not the last day. And we got inflation. We got Lord knows what's going to go on with with China and Taiwan. Uh, an energy crisis on 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 the horizon, I guess you can say, our strategic petroleum reserve is near zero. And this is all because of a stolen election. Just remember that. So the theme is, like I said, Magadonian democracy after 2024. We need to get back to like the original. Like we talk about like combining Jacksonian, Jeffersonian democracy, which is limited federal government, civil liberty, will of the majority and not like the majority that like CNN tells you the majority that actually is the freaking majority. Um, remember the Mark, remember those like alien and sedition acts that we used to have where like we would target and remove foreigners that didn't support our government. How about we, we start with those again. Um, we got to end the, the central bank fiat money, Babylonian money magic system. We have Andrew Jackson did that. Um, I don't think there's anyone that that can do it except maybe Donald Trump. And this Federal Reserve is just it's not a legitimate system we're in. And it looks like we're on the verge of a giant crash. Uh, I don't know. Um, What else, Mark? What were some other things? The spoil system. Uh, We need to get everyone out of government that isn't America first. Um, what's been going on in this country the last 30 years? We're getting sold out. It's, it's, it's I don't know. It, it, it's, it's you, you could argue all the way back until with the, the way our currency is, the 70s with Nixon. I guess you could go back to 1913. But when we got off the gold standard, you could just print this money whenever. Uh, how does that benefit us? Uh, but the most important thing is getting people that are America first in the next election that'll actually talk to the people like donald trump say whatever you want about him he put you in the room whether it was with a world leader whether it was with um a battle in the senate a battle in the house a battle for anything you were in the room whether it was on his twitter account you knew what he was thinking and what he was doing uh we need to get back to a system like that one that's for the people maybe i don't know mark what do you think man we have a we have a long road to climb if trump wins hopefully he does pray he does uh like you said i think he's the only person capable of actually instituting some major changes that we need because he is a true outsider the only person that would do anything like that would be a true outsider you're not gonna have someone within washington a governor a senator a a a someone like that that's going to bring about change 
that we need. Uh, that we're talking a full revamping of some of these systems that, that you mentioned, but the work that needs to be done might be greater in 2024 and 2025 than it was in 2016 and 2017. I think we are in much worse shape than we were when Obama left office. Could be wrong, just my opinion, but we are spiraling down a path that is not sustainable. Um, I can read you some stats real quick. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, I'm looking at that too. So this is from Vince Langman on X. Three years ago tonight, that was that was on November 30, said this. Gasoline was $1.85 a gallon. Mortgage rates were 2.5%. Inflation was below 1%. We had peace in Europe and the Middle East. Trump was on his way to a landslide victory. Then at 2 a.m., they stopped counting the votes, and the rest is history. And don't ever forget that. And also not added in here. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve was, I believe, at 90-some percent, maybe 100, and now it's at 10. And they were restocking it because gasoline was so cheap. They're not going to restock it now. How are you going to restock They're not going to restock it now. Gas, it's, they had, they had their chance, and you know what? We're on the verge of a war. You better, you better start getting gas now. Yeah. But never leave your tank on E. We're, the 70s are calling. Man, there is so much. There is so much work that needs to be done, and um, yeah, I mean, we have a year to go. I mean, can we hang? I, I honestly feel like it's like, can we hang on for another year? Don't forget, guys. I was a Democrat my entire life, and then one day I woke up and had an epiphany and said, "This isn't. This isn't right. This isn't right." So, um, listen to Breaking Points, Joe, and they were interviewing a lot of. Uh, I think they were Jewish uh, Americans and or no, they were they were people. They were actually people at the one of the the large protests that we saw over the weekend. I think that was in Washington, D.C. There was another one in New York. I believe there were some all around the world. Um, and they were interviewing them about and every one of them. Who said they were voted for Biden, said they're not voting for Biden anymore. They're looking for somebody else to vote for. One person actually called Trump a fascist, but of course. You're going to get that. Uh, it still blows my mind that people think that he is some sort of fascist dictator when it's literally the exact opposite uh, with the with these guys that are in power now. But, um, yeah, we just have a lot of work to do. So let's just hope for some good results tonight nationwide in these in this election and then um, and then see where we are a year from now. So a year, a year and a week from now, a year and a week from now. So. Speaking of that, um, we saw an attack on the White House that, um, I mean, what? This was actually shocking that these people were showed up at the White House with signs, flags, vandalized the gates of the White House, vandalized statues uh, that were in D.C. uh, near the White House. Joe, is the enemy already here? they've been here i mean you could argue they some of them have been here since trump was president i'm sure people have snuck in but yes now here's where it could get tricky so that could be a a free palestine protest with all peaceful people and all it takes is one or two to either instigate or to outright do something to incite the crowd 
and who knows what happens next. We'll never know. And these people could be Hamas agents that snuck across the border. I mean, just think about it logically for once that, that snuck across the border and we're here to do that, to cause a, a, an issue. And it could go the same way at a Jewish protest and vice versa. The, do you see how all of our problems are interconnected and related? The border now is is a, a problem with the Middle East and the immigration that we had going on, if you want to call it that, is now a problem in the Middle East. And, and we are not in a good spot, bottom line, to say the least when it comes to the situation of this country. And it's going into an election year. And where's our media? What's our media covering right now? I mean, can you imagine, Joe, if these were white men and women with MAGA hats on and Trump clothing on doing this? You don't have to what imagine. What would be, Joe, if this, if, that, if this was the opposite? You don't have to imagine because it, it, it happened and they 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 were, how do you say, instigated? We, we, we had Jake on last episode. He, he walked us through everything that happened and- a lot of the people that went into the Capitol went went in between the velvet ropes. There was no there was no bloodstained handprints on the on the walls. Did you see that one? There was no, yeah. no shaking. There, there was nothing like that going on. What you had here, it appears, people trying to break into the White House, and nothing is being done about it. Yeah, Joe. What about the Jewish man that was attacked? At a pro-Palestinian rally out in Westlake Village, California, Joe. Uh, attacked by someone with a megaphone, beat over the head, and killed. Did you yeah. see someone Someone said maybe the person was about to be hit with the megaphone and defended themselves? I, I, I can't remember who had that take. But who gets blamed? Do certain politicians on the left, like AOC and what's her name, Rashida Tlaib, I, I, Ilan Omar, name a few other ones. Should they be, I don't know, somewhat to blame for this? Yeah. I don't know. What if that happened, though, Joe? What if that happened, Joe, that a MAGA supporter beat a, I don't know, someone else over the head and killed them with a megaphone? What would happen? That's that's the narrative that, that we've been telling has been happening for two years. Remember Biden's red speech in Philadelphia? He, we were told that's what's happening. That's what's been happening. It's these Kareem Jean Pierre. It's these MAGA Republicans that are that are causing all this craziness. Here we have. Uh, I I don't know what we have because is this person that hit this Jewish person with the microphone is he actually a terrorist in this country? Is he just a person with Palestinian background that's a citizen here? I don't know. Do we have any answers? I didn't look into that. It is not a good time to be. Um, Jewish here in the United States and across the world. I mean, the attacks, the anti-Semitic attacks are only picking up, Joe. And the White House wants to talk about Islamophobia. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, it's it's amazing, really. They're not, they should be focusing more on maybe anti-Semitism because these attacks on Jewish people in, in synagogues and things like that are only going to get worse. 
I, I can't stop looking at these bloody handprints on the gates of the White House on on the stone. Is that's not real blood, is it? Yeah, it might that's be. Gotta be. That's got to be just for dramatic effect. <laughs> Nothing surprises me. Maybe it's uh, Darren J. Beattie. I think he's from Revolver News. His yeah. post, his his comment on Benny Johnson's video. Of this happening. Ramallah Epps telling them to go in. <laughs> Ramallah Epps. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I sent you something the other day uh, where the CIA director, Bill Burns, was in, I believe, uh, Tel Aviv. Yes. Meeting with the chief of Mossad, which is basically the CIA of Israel. And it was meeting with BB Netanyahu. Joe, why would the director of the CIA be meeting with the director of Mossad and Benjamin Netanyahu. Maybe to plan what's next. I don't know. This is why we need answers from the jump. How this happened. Because not anti-Israel, not pro-Palestinian. I'm neither. Um, I guess I'm pro-ceasefire. Were there not calls for Bibi Netanyahu's ouster as prime minister days or weeks before this? And then you had this attack. And now it's like rally the troops. This is like our Jewish 9-11 October. Uh, I, I don't know. Here's an interesting fact, though, from Richard on Twitter. So what, what wasn't in that tweet was British MI6. And this is from Richard. The British gas exploration rights to Gaza, to the Gaza marine gas fields expire in 2024. After this, Gaza could grant these rights to Russia. This is something very concerning to Washington. Keep in mind, the Biden administration was also behind the destruction of Nord Stream. Do we see what could be happening here? Uh, I, I, we need to answer how this happened to start off across the most secure border in the world, especially with what happened with Nord Stream. Before we go into any support here with troops on the ground or weapons or anything because this is going to escalate into something much bigger and we're all on the hook for it. That's a wild card what you just mentioned there. Is that that's that's legit, right? That's not been community notice or anything like that. That's legit and I mean you, you see why this would be concerning for Washington DC too and Joe Biden. It's just if MI6 was there too, I would say wow. That what what's going on here? But we need to get to the bottom of how this happened. Who let it happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think the end game is for Gaza, Joe? Do you think the Israelis just come in and basically take over Gaza and occupy Gaza and make it part of Israel then again, or do you think they break it up into North and South Gaza? I mean, what what is the end game here, Joe? In your opinion? I honestly, I honestly don't know. I honestly can't figure out if. If the if our worst fears are true, what would be the, like the end game for for that area? I mean, it, it, our, our last guest had interesting takes on smart cities. Would it be something like that coming? I mean, I I I, I don't know, but that is a very 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 important area of the world. Uh so you need to question in the future anything that happens there and 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 why. But I I don't know how this I, honestly. It's too it's too early to tell what the end game is going to be because you don't know how Turkey is eventually going to react to this. Syria, 
mean, you got Sunnis and Shiites pretty much coming together over this. Yeah. Um, we saw Blinken over in, I think he was over in Baghdad, Joe. What does it say, Joe, when the Secretary of, of State, our chief foreign diplomat, Joe, has to land in Baghdad in the middle of the night by helicopter wearing a bulletproof vest and a helmet 20 years after we invaded Iraq, Joe? Maybe, maybe we make some really bad foreign policy decisions and just... <laughs> we were supposed to be spread democracy. We were supposed to nation build and free Iraq of Saddam Hussein. Yet 20 years later, Joe, our chief foreign diplomat has to meet with the head of Baghdad, the, the president, under the cover of darkness. And Did we build anything in Iraq? Did we ever? I don't even have. No wonder the people probably hate us. And. Let's not forget why we first went into Iraq. We covered this a few episodes ago. Babies in incubator lies. See how they use children in every event? They all link together. It's like it's almost like reading their playbook. If 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 you're able to like remember all the events and how eventually months later what the truth really was compared to people that got caught up in the moment, uh, I, I mean it'll blow your mind. Does does it not? Do, do you do you see how it's all just? It's all one and the same. It's the same script, literally. I feel oh. like I feel like Mugatu. How does no one else see it? It's the same thing over and over again. I just it's unbelievable. And like you said, no wonder people hate, around the world hate us. Not hate us as like people, but hate. Well, there is death to America Day. The so. idea of America. Yes. Um, you know, so. And then we saw him, I think, meet with, I think he was in Turkey as well. Um, that that should alarm people more. The fact that, it, why do you got to go to Turkey? You can't just pick up the phone? Yeah. It's an outline. And he was also was seen calling for a humanitarian pause. And the Israelis are like, no, we're not doing that. We're not about that. So it's like, the Israelis don't give, I don't think they give two shits what, Lincoln or Biden say they're going to do what they're going to do. And that is probably to erase Gaza off the map. So that's where we stand in the world. That's because we have clown leadership, weak leadership. And this is what the result of elections mean for us. Total clown leadership. You put it perfectly. All right, let's move on from that topic, Joe. And when this leaked out, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I immediately thought of you. I said, finally, we get the manifesto. Finally, pictures of this leak out. Kudos to some, whoever leaked this out uh, to the media or on social media or whatever it is. Joe, go ahead. So they finally released the, I guess you call it a transcript <laughs> if you get it, um, the manifesto, transfesto, whatever you want to call it, of the shooter from was it last? Was that March? How long has it been? Yeah, it was this year. And and honestly, covering it then, I thought I thought I have a lot more excitement once we saw the manifesto. But it, it, it's almost it's 
it's almost like this is leaked at the perfect time to cause the perfect distraction to take over the news cycle. But yeah. um, this is why this is from Jack Masovic. This is why the FBI won't release the transgender mass shooter manifesto. Kill this is quoting from it. Kill those crackers. You weak ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. Want to kill all you crack little crackers. Um, Audrey said, kill all those kids. Going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs convertibles. Fuck you little shits. I wish to shoot your you weak ass D's with mop yellow hair. I want to kill all you F-U-F-A-G's. Bunch of little F-A-G's. Um, clearly, whoever wrote this has... Serious, serious mental issues. But because they're transgender, we had to wait how long for this? Like, what, 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 was the kid necessarily, wasn't the kid white? Yeah. How, how confused are these people? How confused are these people? And like, Mark, me and you went to high school. Did we have sports backpacks or fancy khakis? Or did, did you ride your dad's Mustang to school? I did not. I had none of those. This is just a crazy person that went on a shooting rampage. This is just a completely crazy person. And you know what should have been the tip-off that the person was crazy? The fact that they switched their genders. But we can't talk about stuff like that. I mean, this stuff, the, the manifesto was hidden strictly because it damaged the narrative. And what does that tell you about our media? What does that tell you? How far up does it go? I mean, how many layers... Of the onion, do we have to peel back here? I mean, what's what's next, Mark? Are you going to tell me you're in on this? I feel like I feel like Liam Neeson and Taken when he finds out the guy he's been staying with is in on it. Yeah, this manifesto is something else. I mean, obviously, this person was completely off the rails, hundred percent mental illness. I mean, this is what you get. I mean, people want to talk about guns and ARs and things like that. I mean, you had a, a someone who was completely sick in the head carry out this crime. No one, not, no normal human being thinks like this, that they want to uh, hope that their uh, kids the, 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 uh, are going are gonna to suffer, you know, and that, that they're not ready for um, death, something like that. It's just amazing. It's amazing. Like, but I'm it, glad we got this out there. I'm sure no one will talk about it. I'm sure it'll be out, out of the news in probably 24 hours. Just just to clarify, though, if if a white guy writes something like that, and, and why can't we call him just someone that's just really, really crazy? Why do they always have to throw, like, racism and stuff? No, the person was just crazy and a really bad person. Like, we don't have to rehash racism and go to how many people in America are racist and is racism still alive? And does this prove racism is still alive? It's a crazy person that picked up a gun and for some reason shot how many kids, which is something that you should never do. But we'll blame the gun. We'll blame. It all depends. It all depends how how they could take advantage of it. What narrative it'll 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 be good for. Yeah. So. All right. Um, next, um, talking about Trump. 
in court. Um, this was when? Yesterday, Joe? Is this what we're talking about? I believe about? it was Monday. Monday, so yesterday, yes. Yeah. I I have not been following this all that closely, but his attorney, Alina Haba, is an absolute boss. She lit up Letitia James yesterday outside the courtroom, outside the courthouse. And I need to find this. I need to find this video of her. But um, what do you have on this, Joe? Before uh, while, while you're talking, I'm going to find this video of her. Okay, so this is from Colin Rugg on X. Donald Trump reportedly pulled out a piece of paper from his suit jacket in court, claiming it would clear him of all wrongdoing in the 250 million fraud case. I mean, this is Mark. This is stuff like in like a movie that happens. The left wing judge uh, Arthur Enron refused to let him read it. The paper in question reportedly was a disclaimer cause clause relating to a financial statement that AG. James is using to go after him. I would love to read this, Your Honor, if I could. Trump reportedly asked the judge. Not at this point. Not at this point, he replied. I'm shocked. Trump shot back. The disclaimer clause, according to Trump, meant that he wasn't liable for any inaccuracies on the documents. I think that the statements of financial conditions were very good, were actually somewhat conservative, and they were totally protected. And so was I by the disclaimer clause, Trump argued. This is a kangaroo court. That's from Colin Rugg. Yeah. Do you have the audio from Trump's lawyer? Uh, I do. Let's play this uh, from yesterday. Uh, Alina Haba, complete stud attorney. Um, parents immigrated here from, I was looking at, we're getting some reading on her yesterday, uh, from Iraq. She's a Chaldean Catholic. Um, so here we go. Taxpayer dollars, $450,000. In the past few months to come here and testify, that's your money. That's not my money. It is a crime. And now these children are being brought in away from their families for doing nothing wrong. It's a great company. It has always been a great company. It's worth a lot more than the statements say, and she just doesn't like it. And now her politics don't allow her to back off or back down. I'm sorry, that was the end of it. Let's go back to the beginning. We are now over a month deep into the biggest waste of New York taxpayer dollars I've ever seen. President Trump's statement of financial condition was so undervalued. But Letitia James, as you've seen, will show up when it's a press day. I said it yesterday on the news. She hasn't been here for days, but you know when she's going to come? When the main event's here, and that is Trump. She piggybacked on Trump to get into office. She didn't do it well enough to be a governor. She was a failed gubernatorial candidate. And now she's working on her politics again. She shows up, sits in the back, when she should be doing real work because the city of New York has fallen apart. If you are a business in New York, pay attention. You put your value. If President Trump wanted to inflate his net worth on a statement of financial condition, his brand alone could double, triple it. It's basic. It's basic. This is a waste of time. We heard testimony from an expert this week. Ms. James wasn't here for that day because it wasn't good for her. He's been paid by New York taxpayer dollars, $450,000 in the past few months to come here and testify. That's your money. That's not my money. It is a crime and now these children are being brought in away from their families for doing nothing wrong. It's a great company. It has always been a great. All right, Joe, Alina Haba. Love her representing 
Donald Trump. Uh, apparently, from what I've been hearing or reading, Trump's going to be found guilty in this case, at least partially guilty. Is that what your belief is as well? Well, because it's it's the the judge gets to rule, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah, he'll he'll probably be found guilty and then overturned, but that it's 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 how long it's going to take to overturn and what happens in between that. So yeah, I I would say if I'm a betting man, I would say guilty in some form. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This uh. And you know this will be the the narrative will be that he's guilty of fraud and, I mean this all comes down to real estate values. I mean this is. Like, she's right. This is a complete waste of taxpayer dollars. Just because Letitia James campaigned on the promise that she was going to go after Trump. Plain and simple. So. But this is how it's going to work. Yeah. They're, they're going to, the news will cover this and they'll cover it their own way. And they'll cite other sources from inside the courtroom and they'll tell their own story and even though it gets overturned on a pill months later, that'll be a small, small little story that they probably won't even cover. They'll cover now is just just like with the sexual assault and a, a judge find him liable of what was it civilly liable for sexual assault? Give me a break. We haven't even got to the election cases yet. Jack Smith in Florida, oh. the D.C. trial. Uh, what am I'm forgetting? Obviously one or two others, uh, Georgia, Florida, and D.C., and I think one in New York with um, the district attorney, right? Or is that case already over with? I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyways, uh, expect more of this to come as we get into, it's going to be Donald Trump uh, trial season next year, along with campaign season and election season. They will run concurrently. With each other, Joe. Seems so. pretty fair. Seems pretty fair. And they're gagging him too. Gag yeah. order on. Crazy. Crazy times to be alive. I mean, if this is an election interference, I don't know what is. I mean, you have these Democrats, these liberals who think this is funny. You think this is, he deserves this. People are, they honestly just can't see through their hatred for this man. Ever since he decided to run for president. That's the bottom line. Don't forget, said it before a hundred times. He was very popular in this country before he decided to run for president. And as soon as he said he was going to run for president, he became a villain. Why? I have no idea. That's some psychological stuff that is beyond my area of expertise. All right. Uh, wrapping up here, Joe. Take it away. All right, so we'll do this Fauci run, I don't know if we call him Biolab, lab in Montana, and then we got to mention Ukraine because Zelensky recently invited Trump to Ukraine. But this is from DC Drano. Anthony Fauci needs to be arrested and prosecuted for his role in developing and unleashing COVID onto the world. And it's a headline from Daily Mail revealed. Anthony Fauci run lab in Montana experimented with coronavirus strain shipped in from Wuhan a year before COVID, the COVID pandemic began. And Mark, you might remember this from last February, March, Montana. Is that the same place where that Chinese spy balloon was hanging out for a day or two? I thought it, I thought of you when I saw this. 
and thought of that balloon running over Montana. And keep, remember, something crashed. We saw it on Twitter. And we have a video of it. We never find out what crashed that day either, if it was a legit video or, or not. But the the Catoctin Wildlife Preserve sent twelve bats to a Montana lap. Amazing. Uh, uh. Rocky Mountain Laboratories experimented with virus on bats. Camp David, seven miles from Shady Zoo. Nothing to see here. Gain of function is not real. I mean, it's literally going on in Montana. <laughs> uh, uh, Joe. All right, let's, let's skip over that. Man. Let's skip over that. We, we got to hop to uh, Zelensky inviting Trump to Ukraine. So Zelensky, who, from what I understand, had a, a fairly good relationship with Donald Trump, has formally invited the former president to go to Ukraine. Uh, now, I guess since then, Trump declined saying he doesn't want to um, undermine, I guess, for, for lack of a, I don't know the exact quote, but he didn't want to undermine the Biden administration, which what else can you do? That's that's the that's the best. But Mark, if Zelensky is reaching out to Donald Trump right now, is it, tell me if I'm wrong here, A, either a trap for Trump that was easily sniffed out because that's easy, or B, is he so desperate and the war in Ukraine is over? Uh, there's a song, Joe. It's called Turn Out the Light. Turn Off the Lights. By Teddy? Teddy Pendergrass. <laughs> and it's getting to that point now with Volodymyr Zelensky in Ukraine, Joe. Turn off the lights. <laughs> yeah, he better light a candle. Uh, because uh, his time is running out. Joe, what about this, Joe? I thought we were supposed to be the, this champion of democracy across the world, and we were supposed to be defenders of democracy, Joe. But yet our puppet in Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, Victoria Newland's, uh, you know, boy, is going to suspend elections this year because it's they can't have elections because they're in a war with Ukraine or war with Russia. Suspending elections, Joe. Is this a playbook for next fall? For us, it's very possible. Delay. I guess if you're I guess if what you say happens with Gavin Newsom, they could fight to delay the election for a few months. But why would de- why would Republicans who would ever agree to that? Unless we had a blackout or unless we had a war going on or some other narrative, a nuke scare, a reason to delay the election. So keep an eye on that in the coming months. But also, uh, another thing about Ukraine, did you see that the advisor to the head of the Ukraine military was killed when a hand grenade disguised as a birthday present went off after it was given to him? It was, I guess it was presented in a vodka glass-shaped thing, or shaped like grenades, but one of them was actually a real grenade, and they killed him. Surprise! Uh, but yeah, Zelensky, uh, you know, we've heard reports, don't know if they're true or not, that uh, leaders in Europe are, are basically, I think it was actually Georgia Maloney was caught like on a prank phone call, Prime Minister of Italy, saying that the leaders in Europe are, are done with Ukraine, like it's over with for them. Like they're not going to keep doing this. Told you. And um, what was I going to say? A peace deal. 
might have to be worked out. Can you imagine, Joe, if the peace deal that they're going to work out, if say, just say it does come down to a peace deal with Russia, whoever negotiates it. What if this peace deal, Joe, is worse than the one that they would, they could have got initially before the war even began? Um, it is just like, just like the peace deal that Germany signed in World War One was better than the peace they could have had four years before. But let's not forget that Zelensky signing a peace deal would be the equivalent to a mob capo trying to go into witness protection program and becoming a rat. He'll be killed. He'll be killed before the ink is dry on that treaty. Mark my words. And you know who's going to be doing the killing on that one? CIA. It could be anyone. We don't know. Ding, ding, ding. It could be anyone. It could be anyone. It could be anyone. Yeah, for sure. The United States would take him out without even thinking twice. So... All right, um, let's get into our disclose segment here, brought to you by our friends over at Salmano Imports. For the first time, Israel's Major General Finkelman. For the first time in decades, the IDF is fighting in the heart of Gaza, in the heart of terrorism. Uh, Portugal's Prime Minister Costa resigns amid corruption probe. Police searched the longtime socialist leader's official residence and detained his chief of staff, Portugal's attorney general said. Let's bring that here. I don't know what this is all about. U.S. and its NATO allies served notice Tuesday that they will formally suspend their participation in a 1990 treaty limiting conventional forces in Europe. The move comes after Russia formally withdrew from the landmark pact at midnight on Tuesday. Something to look into, Joe. Limiting conventional forces in Europe. All right. So they're going to be unconventional forces too. <laughs> yeah. What is it all? I, no, I mean, I guess there already has been in Ukraine because we were giving white phosphorus, I think, and then the what kind of tank rounds? Yeah, medium tank rounds or something ridiculous. Production in Germany fell in September for the fourth time in a row, significantly sharper than expected. Green politicians promised a green economic miracle before the last election. But this has so far completely failed to materialize. Was it something like this that led to uh, Hitler coming to power in World War II and all that fun stuff in the Rhineland? Ugh. Privacy! I want my privacy! Prince Harry and Meghan Markle branded eco-hypocrites after flying to Katy Perry gig on the private jet of Texas Oil Air. <laughs> Texas privacy. Oil Air. Uh, what, right, what is right. this like the, the, the early 90s where everyone has their own airline yeah. <laughs> so many private jets US House Committee on the Judiciary releases a report about the censorship industrial complex it's a new word Joe the censorship industrial complex DHS uh, CISA GEC Stanford University work together to censor Americans hmm yep no surprise. I mean, we've seen it going on live on television for how long? Zelensky said in a Monday address that it is not the right time for elections in Ukraine as the end of his five-year term approaches. Pay attention, people. Uh, little loser. Uh, this should uh, go over well with the Muslim uh, community here in America and Arab Americans. The Biden administration is planning a $320 million transfer of precision bombs for Israel. 
a major weapons deal that comes amid heightened concerns in Congress and among some U.S. officials about the rising civilian death toll from the Israel, Israeli military campaign in Gaza. This is where it makes no sense, because how could they do that, still give money to the Palestinians, which is which is fine, I guess, if if, if you don't have a brain, and then also not call for a ceasefire? <laughs> I mean, what, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. I would like to see a ceasefire at this point because, like like Trump said regarding the war of Ukraine, you know, they ask him a question. He said, I want people to stop dying. I think humanity wants people to stop dying in Gaza. Um Jordanian uh Jordan's king says military airdropped aid for Gaza. All right, well, I hope more gets in there. Uh, on November 5th, an Ohio-class submarine arrived in the United States Central Command Area of Responsibility. Again, we talked about this. This is like the most badass of the submarines there are in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the guided missile submarine. I actually looked it up. It, 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 exactly. Armament up to 154 Tomahawk missiles. Um it's it could do it could do some damage. So Israeli uh Israeli army says it has cut Gaza Strip in two. Did you see the red northern lights appear over parts of Ukraine, Joe? That was a pretty cool one. No, I I did not. I did not. It's interesting. Uh we talked about this one. Zelensky, he was on MSNBC, invites Trump to Ukraine. NBC News, I'm sorry. Invites Trump to Ukraine. Is he He, he must be reading the tea leaves. Maybe Trump's coming back. Come please, see. Uh, I feel like like it's that meme where the person falls off the bike and at the end, please help me. Like, what? <sighs> uh, Israel's military is conducting a heavy bombardment of the Gaza Strip, coinciding with a complete internet shutdown. The, oh, Hassan Nasrallah announces he will speak again next Saturday. Would you say? Uh, we'll be able to trust. Now that there's no internet there, we'll be able to trust whatever we hear coming out of there. Yeah. Uh, the Bidenomics brand leaves nearly everyone in America, including Joe Biden, baffled. And then it, in quotes, jumbled mess. Bidenomics. Like, is it, they couldn't think of anything better than to just put his first name and then anomics after it. Bidenomics. I hope the Republicans hammer that for the next year. 73%. This is a CBS News poll, YouGov poll. 73% Joe of Americans say things are going badly in the United States, any record high. That's up from 65% at the beginning of the year. See, how is it going to work with Biden? That's why he cannot be the nominee. Like, there's no way, it, no one would, no one would believe he would beat anyone. I know. Proud chance, Allahu Akbar. Outside the gates of the White House in Washington, D.C. I guess uh, it's better than death to America. Yeah. How about Obama, by the way? He came out and it was, he was speaking over the weekend. and About a chef that died? <laughs> no. He said we all have a responsibility uh, of what's going on in, in, in the Middle East. Uh, you were the president. We weren't. Just an arrogant, out of touch 
elitist in love with Iran. Who called ISIS a JV team before they killed a (laughs) U.S. ambassador? Right. Uh, We saw a large, uh, they called anti-Israel protest in Berlin. That was a few nights ago. Uh, As we said before, U.S. and European officials have begun quietly talking to the Ukrainian government about what possible peace negotiations with Russia might entail to end the war. Very broad outlines of what Ukraine might need to give up to reach a deal. Pentagon is suspending congressional delegation to travel or delegation travel to Israel due to the deteriorating security situation. Israel is issuing an urgent global travel warning for all citizens traveling anywhere in the world. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is leaving Seattle for Miami, Joe. Really? I wonder what's going to make him go from the, I guess that's West Coast, to Red Florida? (laughs) No income taxes. Yeah. Uh, U.S. jobs growth slowed more than expected in October and the prior two months were revised lower by a hundred thousand. There's your revision again, Joe. They like revising every time. It's, I feel like it's been every single month. The unemployment rate ticks up to 3.9%, the highest level going all the way back to January. Still not bad though. No. Oh, Sam Bankman freed Joe. We forgot to mention him. Uh, he was found guilty on seven counts related to fraud and money laundering. The charges carry a maximum sentence of 110 years in prison. He will be sentenced on March 28th, 2024. I'm sure that'll get pushed back several months. But uh, the big news out of that trial was actually the courtroom sketch artist that made him look like a superhero. It's it's amazing, isn't it? It's a, That reminded me of like the, like, how do they make him look like that? Remember the Sopranos, Uncle Jim, when he goes to trial, mm-hmm. they make him look like a doofus. Yeah, they made Sam Bateman Freed look like a—I mean, an alpha chat. Alpha chat, yeah. Uh, this was as of it's like five days ago. U.S. to send another four hundred twenty-five million in weapons to Ukraine. <laughs> what kind of weapon stockpile do we have that we're just? This is just over and over and over again. Uh, something that you mentioned, uh, I, I told you, I thought the same thing you did when this came out. Federal prosecutors and FBI conducting a broad public corruption investigation into whether New York Mayor Adams' 2021 election campaign conspired with the Turkish government to receive illegal foreign donations. Joe, why now? Uh, because he's been talking about illegal immigration, how it's bad, okay? <laughs> Can't do that. I feel like he was scheduled to speak somewhere about the immigration problem. At the, the White government. House. Yeah. You know, he was is that where it was? <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. No more. Uh, not here. All right. Uh, wrapping up, we will end uh, with this one. Moderna stock falls 15% pre-market after posting a steep loss for the third quarter and demand for mRNA injections dwindles. They don't work. I mean, we're still taking the coronavirus vaccine in 2020. You really want to do this in the 2024? Half a decade almost? Yeah. Of shots? I mean, come on. Grow so, up. Grow up, people. But that's all we got. Joe, anything else? Um, No. 
pro ceasefire, I guess. Are we pro ceasefire? I mean, I've I've heard ceasefire could be bad because then Israel can't kill all of Hamas, which at this point, I I don't even, I I guess I got to do a deep dive into Hamas. I I don't even know what really Hamas is. Muslim Brotherhood, Hamas, um, you got Hezbollah. It's it's all so confusing. Who made half these groups up? Probably the CIA. I don't know. But ceasefire. Are we we're pro ceasefire? Ceasefire for right pro ceasefire at this point. Say the say the uh, operation is over with and they completed their objective and go back to Israel. Then pro answer. But how it happened also. Pro answers. All right, we will come back probably next week, definitely or maybe later this week if we could fit it in in our busy schedules. Talk about the election results. And see how that went and see if the red team uh, picked up any wins later on today. So, And also, why so many NFL players are tearing their Achilles in 2023? Yeah, interesting. It's a good point. All right. Thank you for listening. Share this out with your friends. Uh, shoot us a line or a message at thinkinglogicallypodcast at gmail.com. And uh, follow us on Rumble, Thinking Logically Podcast. We will see all of you guys at a later date and a later time. Remember, guys, ceasefire. Why can't we be friends?